Hey, hey, hey out there, podcast land. Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. This week's episode is called Dear Mommy. Yep, another Dear Mommy episode. Dear Mommy, come out of hiding. You ready? Let's go. I need the joy. Welcome back to the Moments of Joy podcast, all of my MVP listeners. You guys are the real MVPs. If I knew a song that I could sing you really quick, I would. (laughs) That lets you all know my gratitude, that lets you all know um, how much I appreciate you guys for coming on week after week. So this week's topic is is Dear Mommy. It's another Dear Mommy episode. So if you know any mommies, share this with them. This is a good one because this one's called Dear Mommy Come Out of Hiding. So before we get into the topic, I had like this really small praise report. And it's, I mean, it's probably not that gigantic to anyone else but me, but I found an old journal entry. So a lot of times I use the notes on my iPhone if I'm out and about and I have something that I want to write down and remember. Um, I use that as my journal as well as around my house. I literally have about 10 different journals. (laughs) I need to use one by one, but I don't. I have no specific order and no specific journal that I use for one thing. Um, So... I found a journal entry yesterday and it was just dedicated to savings and financial things. In the, um, in the journal entry, I had written down what was needed to save for the year. I put down long-term goals and short-term goals. And I was so shocked to see that on August 31st, 2016, I had Houston in mind and I totally forgot. That journal entry, I had never looked at again after I wrote it, I closed it up, which is very often that I do that. (laughs) But I wrote the journal entry and I put that we would maybe move to Houston in 2019 at the latter end of the year and I put a very specific um very specific amount of money that we needed to save in order to move to Houston I was so blown away to see that that was August 31st and we moved to Houston and got here on August 30th of 2019 that was no order that I followed from you know from that book or whatever it was a seed back then that was planted in our hearts and I was even more shocked to know that the very number that I had written down that we needed to save for the move along the way we didn't end up saving that because we had a baby the baby then needed two heart surgeries and and one small heart procedure so we have been through 
uh, so many things in those three years that we were unable to save that large amount that I said that we should save. Well, do you know that a week before we left to come to Houston, we got that large amount of money? A miracle. Yes. <laughs> but that specific number that I had written down is the very same number that we got for our move. And I was like, oh my gosh, God is so faithful. So that is just a little encouragement for you guys to write the vision to make it plain you know you may not have a whole grand spec of what's going to happen when you move or what's going to happen with your vision but if you have a small idea of what you want to do with your life that post that journal entry was dedicated to savings and and not really dedicated to Houston but look wow just write the vision make it plain like that's in the bible write the vision and make it plain so go ahead and write out your vision (laughs) I just wanted to share that because I was blown away by it. And it's my hope that someone will be encouraged, of course. So this week, one, this week's topic is Dear Mommy, Come Out of Hiding. So this one is for us, specifically the mommy that needs to come out of hiding. And what the heck am I talking about come out of hiding? A scene that comes to my mind when I think about a mommy um, that needs to come out of hiding is a classic scene from the classic movie, The Wizard of Oz. And I'm sure everyone has seen this movie. In, in, in this day and age, if you haven't seen the movie, all you have to do is YouTube <laughs> this specific point that I'm talking about. I'm going to make reference to. And it is when Dorothy is in the house, a tornado happens and the house spins around. But when it lands, it lands in Munchkin land and it lands on a witch in in which she kills. She comes out of the house and then all these little Munchkins come out and they come out of hiding. Why were they hiding? Maybe they were scared of the witch maybe they didn't want to be bothered of course they were probably scared and petrified of her tormenting but that's what comes to my mind when mommies know they are safe they will come out of hiding so I want you guys to just sit back and enjoy the show today and again if you know any mommies that need to come out of hiding please share with them So I want to go into one of the um, worst mommy moments of my life. And that was having to fight for my children in in a custody court case that I had with my ex, who was my former abuser. But I can remember the day, um, and it was the day that began hell in my life. And it was a day that I got served with papers that my children's father wanted to take me to court for um, custody of three of my children. Anyone who's ever been to court for child support or for anything else, you know that this is already a, a divorce, whatever the case may be, may be. Court is already a stressful situation. And so entering into this was very stressful. It wasn't a moment in time 
we had so much hate for each other. I had hate for him. Um, he had hate for me, um, for various reasons, which I won't go too deep into because sometimes my children listen to the podcast. (laughs) So I have to keep it, um, at a level where they can listen and where they will understand. Um, so we fought and we fought for three, a little over three years. Um, it went from court case to continuance to family counselors to guardian ad litem and anybody who knows anything about um this specific topic knows exactly what I'm talking about and it got so ugly um I at home I was so severely stressed out and depressed um and it didn't start like that it just Sometimes it, it it began with me just being so full of anger and continuing to let this case just fuel the hatred in my heart that I had for him. Um, but then um, the case didn't go my way and I ended up losing um, temporary sole custody of three of my children to their father. Um, still, still having legal joint custody, but that moment... A moment that I felt like I was so wronged. It was so unfair because they knew everything. Every protective order I had. Every restraining order I previously had. And yet, I found myself walking away from the situation empty-handed. And so, what that did was spin and spiral me into complete depression. And here's the thing. No, this wasn't a thing that was broadcast. So if you were just someone that knew me on social media or maybe you knew me at work or you were not, if you were not in my immediate circle of family and friends, you had no idea that I was even going to court or let alone now had no children in my household because they were living with their father. So I will wear a smile on my face during the day. And this is a lot of times what we do as mommies, whatever the situation is. We wear a smile on our face during the day, like I did. And when I came home at night, I couldn't take it anymore. And this is when I will release the tears. Sometimes I will walk through the door, lock the door behind me, and just fall out on my face and cry. Sometimes I wouldn't be able to eat. Sometimes I would have to get in bed at 6 o'clock at night and just stay there all through the night. My oldest son was still with me and I would sometimes um, send him with his dad or send him with my mom so that he wouldn't see the tears and the pain that I was going through. And um, this, this was the lowest point in my life. Now, coming out of that and so, you know, the hatred that I have for him now, and this was over let's say this was a little close to 10 years ago. Now, coming out of that, um, we're in a whole and healed position. And so that's why I feel like I can speak about this so freely. I don't have any more hatred. The Lord has healed my heart. Um, The Lord has healed our family where we're able to co-parent in a healthy way I believe that since Jesus is the center of my life I'm able to co-parent with him being the center of co-parenting so if there's ever a moment where I would go off or I could go off 
I'm holding my peace. A lot of times I bring it to in in prayer uh, before I go off. Um, you know, I, I I take a moment to not react out of anger a lot. So things have completely changed. But what that what that all signifies um, is, you know, you may not have gone through a custody battle, but. Can you relate to the down times? You know, a lot of us go through different things in life. And that was, in fact, the worst moment in my life. And like I said, it caused me to go into hiding. So over the years, you didn't know that this was happening to me and then after it went away and now co-parenting became good you know my kids are coming back to spend more and more time with me you know we're not really adhering to what the court has put in place we're at a more freer um, position even here at that point I was still living in a place where I was hiding from what the reality was and what I have gone through. Um, I would see people that were going through what I had went through and wouldn't share. Um, but there was such a, I could freely talk about all of my past and I have, I always have, um, spoken about the trials that I've gone through in order to encourage someone. You know, when I first got saved, I remember my very first pastor, um, Apostle Beverly Robinson. <laughs> and it's so funny that my name is now Camille Robinson, my married name, but her name was Apostle Beverly Robinson. And she handed me the microphone one day in service. And she said, I want you to tell your testimony and don't you ever stop. And wow, what that did for me is it, it gave me a level of freedom. And here I am today still sharing why? Because people are encouraged when you share your testimony. But that certain part of me, I couldn't come out of hiding. That certain part of me, I just couldn't get freedom from. I couldn't share that I had gone through this. And you know what? It wasn't even my fault. A lot of the things that we are hiding and, and the parts of us that we, we cannot dare to share with someone, it's not even your fault. Even if you have not gone through a custody battle, that very worst part of your life or your testimony, your story that you've ever gone through that you would just like to skip over. Well, do you know that it's not your fault? So why would you hide it? Why would you then carry the shame of of what you have gone through? So today being in a hole in a hill place that God has brought me to, I thought about the mommies that are in hiding. Um, I thought about the moms and the women, both married and single, who are struggling in a place where they cannot share or they are hiding. Have you ever had to find a place for your children and yourself to live? And it was the most painful and horrible time of your life. Have you ever struggled to put food on the table 
um, for you and your children? Have you ever had to get um, any kind of um, state assistance or um, food stamps? Have you ever dealt with really, really bad anxiety? Have you ever had moments of depression, loss of identity, and loss of self-esteem? These are things that can make you bury yourself in a hole and swear that you will never share with anyone what you've been going through. You know, I I really take time and I really take the Moments of Joy podcast very seriously. And even when I want to talk about something else, the Lord leads and guides me on what to talk about. And so before I came on for the past few days, I was going to talk about something completely different. But God wanted me to come on and specifically pour my heart out and talk to the mother who may be going through a custody battle, maybe going through dealing with the loss of her children. And you know what? That's, that's not a topic that, um, you can speak about freely because you may feel like people are going to judge you when it's hard for people to understand custody battles in itself but when you walk away without your child then it's a stigma that comes along with it and so then it makes you put on this shame and this fear and this in this place of hiding and and today I just wanted to um summons through through the Holy Spirit just call all moms to come out of hiding whatever it is take it off take it off and begin to speak about what has happened and so there's different levels of speaking here I'm on here today 2019 speaking to you about this very thing the absolute hardest thing that I have ever had to go through in my life but I got here through levels of climbing on out of that hiding place because it wasn't easy to share like I said nobody knew and so bringing people to this place of um total freedom with me was not easy beginning to talk about this was not easy but now I want to get you to stand up whether it is that you need to go to a counselor or maybe you should go to a counselor or a therapist to speak about it maybe you open up to another mom you know um, all the time we can't trust everybody and that's a, that's a real thing that's a true thing and I know that sometimes that's the very reason that we don't share but there's somebody that is waiting on your story uh, when I first started to go through this um, it was just me and like I said nobody knew except those that were close to me but then all of a sudden my friends will call me and say, hey, Camille, I know this girl who, who just lost her kid. She needs to talk to you. She needs somebody to talk to. And then I will have one person to call me. Then another friend will call me. Camille, I know this young lady. She just lost her twins um, in a custody battle. Can you please encourage her? Until at one point, I have five women texting and calling me at the same time. 
seeking encouragement. That's it. In prayer, I was able to give advice to women to not act out of hatred when you're in these situations and not act out of your flesh, you know, and give, give advice, give prayer, give intercession. So that's what the Lord will do when you open up. So whatever it is, now I'm not just specifically talking to the one that, um, has gone through a custody battle, but it is the one I'm highlighting today. But you, what have you been through? Any of those situations that I listed where, um, where I asked, can you relate to, you know, the food, the needing a place to stay? Well, can you open up and share with that mother that needs to hear that you have made it through and come on to the other side? Come on, look at me today. I don't know if, you know, I I see that thousands of people come on this podcast a week. And if you don't follow me on social media, I want you to follow me. On Facebook, you can find me at Camille Robinson. On Instagram, you can follow me at the Moments of Joy podcast. And you can see how I am not sad. I am filled with the joy of the Lord that is my strength. He has brought me to a place of total joy. And that is the why I named this podcast the Moments of Joy podcast. Although that place was intended to kill me, it was the place where I almost died. It was the place that I almost took my life because that's how bad it gets sometimes, mommies. Yes, sometimes you you may feel like you don't want to be here. Sometimes you may feel like you want to um, stay in your room all day. Sometimes you may not know how you're going to pay the light bill. Sometimes you may not know how you're going to feed your kids or you may not have gas to make it to work throughout the week. God His intention is to bring you through to the other side. His intention is to use that very thing to build you into who he created you to be in the kingdom of God. That's what he intended to do with allowing that situation to come into your life. And in that moment, I met a man, right? And I remember saying to God, um, not too long after I began the custody battle and I call my husband my angel because I met him during the time where I was going to lose my life to myself and and I would say God I can't date what do I look like I don't even have my children but I allowed God to bring this man into my life and here I am with a whole husband and, and he allowed me to have a child within my marriage. He blessed me with another baby boy. On the other side. On the other side. On the other side. And I could look at this situation and and not be overcome by sorrow. Am I in a perfect place? Is my family in a perfect place? No. But I get into my prayer closet. I speak the word of God. I pray. The Bible says that you know, in a, in a, in a situation where the Lord was casting out demons and the disciples couldn't do it themselves without Jesus, they said, God, well, well, how come we couldn't do it? Once he said, because they didn't have faith, but another time he said, because some things only come through fasting and praying. So I encourage you to fast 
fasting can come on many different levels. And if you've never fasted before, you know, there there are many different levels. You can um, Google how to consecrate. Uh, I'll try to remember after the show to leave you guys a link on some fasting books that I use um, and consecrating books that I use, manuals. Um, just to, to get you used to it, if you don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, and so and fasting doesn't just include pushing your plate away, but pushing everything else away too. The music you listen to that isn't of God, the, the TV, the ratchet TV, maybe you may watch or just filling ourselves up with TV period all the time. But intentionally filling ourselves up with more of the word and intentionally filling ourselves up with worship music and intentionally staying in the place of the spirit. And after a while, those things will break. How do I know? Because this is what I did at the lowest point. Sometimes I needed to call my mom and sometimes I would have to call her in the wee hours of the morning and just cry. And she knew to pray because I couldn't even speak a word. I was so hurt. I was so lost. I was so angry. I was so defeated. But after a while, I I didn't need to call her anymore. After a while, I told the enemy everything that was attached to my name, he was going to lose. Everything that was mine, he was going to let go. And I began to develop a prayer language. And that's what I encourage you to do. In this season, come out of hiding. Don't let that thing shut you up. Don't let that thing shame you. Don't you wear that cover of of shame and you drop it and you stand up and declare what has happened to you. Seek to be whole and healed and delivered. And you go ahead and just dream again. Dream again. Dream again. You have no idea. I lived in the projects of Connecticut also when all of this happened. And at the at the time, I had mice running through my apartment. Here I am now in Houston, Texas, child. I live in the suburbs for the first time in my life. Honey. I'm telling you what God is able to do. Ten years ago, you found you would have found me in the projects. Today, I am living in luxury. Do you hear me? God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that worketh in you. Believe again. Dream again. Fight again. Declare again. Decree again. Don't you die there. Come out of hiding and live again. (sighs) Guys. I just want to encourage you today, you know, and I and I just really feel the mom. I just really, really feel the mom. We have the weight, and not just the single mom, the married mom. Sometimes we have the weight of our whole family on our shoulders. We have the weight of taking care of the children, sometimes going to work as well. Um, you know, if you have babies, taking care of these babies, you know, two and under is no joke. I have a two-year-old guys, and 
he is rocking us. <laughs> but, you know, taking care of a household is no joke. And making sure that every need is met. So, mommy, come on out of hiding. Pour into yourself. Build yourself up. And be unashamed. As my sister, Sana, would say. Sana Latrice. If you don't know her, go ahead and look her up. She's been on the podcast a few times. But as she would say, be unashamed because it's not your fault. It wasn't my fault what happened to me. I did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. But this is just what the Lord allowed so that he can produce in me what was needed. So it is not your fault. I pray for healing. And I pray that you would just live again and I also want to encourage you to go and find a church home if you are listening and you don't really deal with church you haven't been to church in a long time visit again come back again you know don't let one instance pull you away from the kingdom of God come back to him come back to him all right guys that is it for today mommy treat yourself this week Get a manicure, pedicure, spend some time alone, you know, make yourself smile. Whatever you do to make you smile and to make you be, feel happy, you go ahead because you deserve that this week. And I pray that this encouraged you. If it did, share on your social media outlets. Give me a review on your iTunes outlet, but... I really want you guys to share this with mommies that need to hear. This is not about glorification of myself, but it is about encouraging a mommy. It is about glorifying the Lord. This is a Christian podcast. And um, thank you, everybody that listens in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> I, get, I get statistics. Sometimes I get alerts. And we are number 47 Christian podcast in Turks and Caicos. And... Um, under the United States, Turks and Caicos is the second largest country. So when I do my Moments of Joy podcast tour, I'm going to have to go to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for this week. I love you. Don't forget that you always have the option to choose joy. Don't you let the enemy steal it from you. Love you all. Bye-bye.